we have with us Jeremy Hodges. He is our legislative representative with Smart Transportation Division. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? Good. Good. Also with us is Braden Brent. He's our local chairman. Good morning. Good morning. Tell us a little bit about uh, the actual Smart Transportation Division. Well, formerly it was UTU. It's made up of railroaders, um, conductors, switchmen, brakemen, and engineers. They joined uh, sheet metal workers in 2008, which made up SMART, and uh, SMART is a sheet metal, air, rail, and transportation division. Okay. So a, a union basically right here in our local area, and your focus is on safety. Yes. Okay. Tell us what you're going to be talking about at the Prime Bee Festival. Uh, we'll be set up in the industrial tent today and tomorrow um, talking about rail safety, public grade crossing safety, uh, two-person crews, things like that. Okay. Let's start with the uh, two-person crews. Tell us what we need to know there. Um, the rail carriers today, they want to go down to a single man on the trains, and uh, it's just not very safe for the public. I think a lot of the public doesn't realize what they're trying to do there. So No, I have no idea. Um, so right now and in the past, we've always had a two-man crew on any on any train, right? Yes. Okay. And tell us why the necessary need for uh, two people on the train. Well, anytime you have to cut crossings for emergency personnel to get through or if there's a derailment, getting the paperwork and the um, notification out to the public to evacuate the area or anything like that, if there's hazmat, um, there's there's a number of things a conductor does other than just, you know, talk on the radio and, and ride along. So. Sure. A lot of people employed here locally uh, with the railroad. Uh, what are the two people? What You said conductor and is the other an engineer? Yes, locomotive okay. engineer and uh, certified conductor. Okay, and remind us what their their job description is while on the train. So the locomotive engineer, he's he's running the controls, okay. right? So he's, he's keeping the train moving and the conductor is um, going over paperwork, talking on the radio, keeping track up ahead of him. Anytime there's any kind of... Uh, problems with the train say it goes into emergency or anything like that he gets on the ground and goes back and checks out what the problem is sets out cars picks up cars things of that nature okay and that's been going on a long time yeah yeah he's a vital part of it most a lot of your locals around here uh small work trains and stuff they have a, a second trainman on there called a brakeman also and they they're on the ground doing the work also okay Braden, what is it that you do uh, I'm a local chairman, so I represent my uh, local members here in Galesburg on uh, discipline investigations, filing grievances, that sort of thing. Okay. And is this a, a major concern to your, your local local guys? Yes, absolutely. It's a, it's a major concern to everyone. Uh, we want to get the word out there to the public that the railroad is trying to put their profits over the public safety and, uh, and get this issue out there, basically. Okay. And uh, Jeremy, how, how do people reach out and uh, to, do we have to go through our legislators? What do we do to talk about this issue? Yeah, your best bet is, you know, with, with as far as block crossings and stuff, is reach out to your senators, reach out uh, to your representatives. Let them know that um, even though they may not agree with certain things that are in this infrastructure bill they're trying to get passed, the rail safety part needs to be put back in there. The, the block crossing portion needs to be put back in there. And the two-person crew portion needs to be put in that infrastructure bill. So. And is this a nationwide uh, with the railroad or just in Illinois? No, this is nationwide. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm following you, you you now. So we're talking about Burlington, Northern Santa Fe. Yeah. Well, all I mean, all railroads. All railroads. Are, yes. Okay. Union Pacific, all of them. Yes. They're okay. all 
all these carriers and all these railroads are building these trains bigger and bigger. Gotcha. How big are they right now, and how big do they want to build them? Um, nor- normally, you would have a, a five to seven thousand foot train in, in the past, you know, and um, now we're running trains fifteen, sixteen thousand foot long on a daily, regular. So okay. that's one of the reasons why you sit at the crossing so long, and um, they're blocked quite a bit longer. So. Okay. And what's usually being carried in, in these longer trains? Is there a weight issue there? Mm, they, they get pretty heavy, yeah. I mean, it's, it varies what all is contained. So. Okay. All right. So you're going to be out talking to folks here at the Prime Beef Festival. Yeah. And about this, the two-person crew and them wanting to go to one. And has, has, the, has the industry provided any reasoning why they would want to go to a one-man crew? Basically, it's just uh, personal profits, uh, corporate greed. Um, they The railroads are breaking records every year in their profit margins, and they just want to continue that trend. Uh, and they're going to put those profits ab- ahead of public safety whenever they're allowed to. And, Braden, your local guys, they, they probably uh, want two people on a train just in case something goes wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Uh as Jeremy had touched on, there's there's a lot more than a conductor does than just ride around or, or kind of save the day when there is an issue. Uh, conductors have an extra set of eyes up there that, that can prevent an issue when you have uh, trespassers in the right-of-way, uh, any type of issue at a crossing. Um, it's just a second set of eyes to keep the public safe. Yeah, and you mentioned something that happens. Unfortunately, uh, it does happen, and we do have accidents uh, from people uh, in the the line of sight of the train at a crossing for whatever reason. Um, We unfortunately have those moments. Yeah, that's correct. It happens more than people realize. So, Yeah, so what else um, are you going to talk to folks about while you're here? Yeah, we'll just be out, kind of tell them, you know, that um, just because when you see the, the emblem or the label SMART, um, it, it's not always sheet metal workers anymore, you know, since we've joined. It's, it's your local railroaders. So um, if you see anybody walking around with a smart T-shirt on, smart army, any kind of thing that says smart, stop and talk to them and um, have a visit. Okay, it's Smart Transportation Division. You, did you mention the infrastructure bill a little bit ago? Yes. Okay, because that's that's going on right now being discussed in Washington, D.C. How it, Remind us how this industry is affected by the the infrastructure bill. So uh, the rail safety portion of that has three different things in there that, or it had three different things when it passed the house, which was important to us. And it was train length, two-person crew, and the, you know, the two-person crew thing is is a huge um, issue along with the block crossings. You know, so those those are the two main things. And when it went to the Senate, that that two-person crew got kicked out of that portion so these are the things we don't hear you don't hear about the railroad side of an infrastructure bill you hear about roads bridges you know jobs you uh, electric or electric vehicles you know you hear about all these things for climate change and whatnot but you don't know about what's in the the, the details that's correct okay so rail safety crossing safety uh block crossings two-person crew and train link that's that's what's going on and being discussed. That's correct. Feel free to stop and talk to us. Um, like I said, Smart TD in Galesburg alone has three different locals. It's 195, 445, and 1423. Uh, together, just in this area, we, we have about 584 active members that um, 
are all affected by this. Okay. That's a lot of members. That's right. Here locally. Okay, and this affects the railroad industry. Well, enjoy your time at the Prime Beef Festival. And, uh, Braden, I appreciate you coming in, too. Anything else you want people to know since you're our local chairman? Uh, not that I can think of at this time. Okay. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you. And, Jeremy, I appreciate it as well. Thank you very much. And, Matt, real quick, you want to step up and borrow uh, Braden's microphone here. And uh, let's talk real quick about the good news. It's here. Yeah. Good, Prime morning, Beef Festival. Vanessa. good morning, Good morning. So we'll be out uh, broadcasting the parade today for people people who are, are driving and coming home from work or can't get to the parade. Uh, we'll be right here in the quadrant. Uh, kicks off at 5 o'clock. Lynn Shimon, the, the Grand Marshal, and Dave Underwood going to help us uh, with the call. Yep. They're both great guys. Uh, we're all just happy to have it going after the one-year hiatus and, uh, you know, been a long two years. It sure has. And you were out setting up the industrial tent. How do things look on the grounds? Everything out there is uh, looking good. Uh, last night, um, I think we left probably around 1030 and uh, Swire Amusements was just getting everything set up. Uh, we have uh, our food vendors rolling in. Um, we're going to have uh, a couple new uh, food vendors that we haven't had out there uh, yet. Uh, the Taco Alize, um, which is the orange truck that um, is down south end of Monmouth here. And then uh, we also have got a Super Mercado uh, Quattro Hermanos. Sorry if I screwed that up, but I, I've actually got it written on my hand. Okay. <laughs> um, she was out there late last night uh, trying to get bearings on uh, everything, and we're excited to have the new people. Uh, unfortunately, we lost a couple uh, of our you know, favorite food vendors due to COVID and stuff, but uh, I think it's going to be a pretty good year this year. Yeah, looking forward to it. So far, so good. And I know uh, Dave's been on here and, and promoted the entire event, and Lynn did a great job with the livestock auction, the show, and then, uh, of course, the auction was last night. Yep. Um, and I, I guess while I'm here, I'd like to really say uh, thanks to Kelly Kinzer uh, at the Chamber of Commerce. She's we had some issues early in the season, and uh, she's really stepped up and been a huge help. And uh, then Aubrey, uh, Aubrey McVeigh and Mackenzie Slish, they've just been, I mean, truly, they've probably saved the festival on their own. Fantastic. Good so, for those ladies. Yep. Glad that we have it. And uh, anything else that you want people to know about the Prime Bee Festival? Um, the only big change, uh, I don't know if it's really been talked about or not, um, the Lutheran tent, um, it's no longer ran by the Lutherans. Okay. The uh, Prime Bee Festival um, actually took that over. We couldn't find anybody to fill it. So um, we're going to be trying to run it ourselves. Uh, we've been very short-staffed this year as far as volunteers. So if anybody wants to come out and help us volunteer, it'd be awesome. And, uh, you know, Hopefully we make it another good year. Okay. Well, good job to all of you for putting in the hard work and effort to get this off the ground again after a year hiatus. I mean, pe people think, hey, a year off. No, it's a year of revenue loss that has to be made back up too. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, you know, you you start losing interest with people as far as, you know, a year year off in between. And a lot of people don't realize that that year off, we, we still had to plan everything. I mean, right. up until we decided that we weren't having it. Um, so a lot of work went into it for nothing. And, um, but... I think we're in a good spot, and hopefully it continues. Yes, and thanks for bringing in Jeremy uh, as well as Braden today. I know that uh, you guys want to make sure people are aware of what's in the infrastructure bill. I had no idea till till you made the call, and because it, you know it's just not talked about. Yeah, and uh, these guys are great guys. They uh, they actually are uh, taking time off work, uh, unpaid, just to uh, spread the word and try to you know. I mean, it like he said, it affects over 500 people just around this area, and uh, you know, I mean. If, we go to a one-man crew, that could potentially be a 50% you know, job loss, and that would affect a lot of people around here. So uh, I really appreciate what these guys are doing, and I'm glad they got to come. Okay, thanks so much for coming in, Matt.
Yep. Appreciate it. Matt Lovedahl with us with the Warren County Prime Beef Festival, and we'll see uh, everybody out at the festival this week. 825 coming up. Mayor Rod Davies, City Administrator Lou Steinbrecher, Ken Helms Communications Director. We'll talk City of Monmouth and last night's City Council meeting.